0: This Just the Tip Tuesday is in honor of the half of my finger that I cut off cutting the devil's weed or the devil's lettuce kale, which I will never, ever eat again. Welcome to Just the Tip Tuesday, Got Game University's new short form podcast. I'm Mike Edgehouse and with co-host Ryan Smith, we take 10 to 15 minutes to dive into a subject that will make you a better hunter. Remember, it's just the tip that counts. On this week's episode of Just the Tip Tuesday, Ryan and I discuss knives. Whether it's a replaceable blade knife, a fixed blade knife, a long blade, short blade, fat blade, or skinny blade knife, we dive into it all. I think we even talk a little bit about butter knives. Not quite sure. In addition, you'll get to hear about Ryan's inner desire to be Crocodile Dundee and how he used to fashion knife blades from lawnmowers. True story. Enjoy this week's episode
1: okay welcome ryan and mike with you today for a new series of the got game university podcast just the tip tuesday where we just take 10 15 minutes of time uh and give you some hunting tips good educational uh fun here so uh mike's actually got the got the tip today and take it away mike well
0: this uh this Just the Tip Tuesday is in honor of the half of my finger that I cut off cutting the devil's weed or the devil's lettuce kale, which I will never, ever eat again. Uh, I cut that off about a month ago and it's growing back super nice. Um, But this weekly series, as Ryan said, we're just going to have some fun, have some laughs and talk about something that whatever comes to mind. And uh, Ryan, we were chatting today and I said, you know, Let's have a conversation on on knives because I was at the uh, North Idaho archery shop today and the topic of knives came up of using like a Havalon replaceable blade, outdoors edge replaceable blade versus a solid constructed blade knife like a shank knife or something else. Um, And I thought I would just pick your brain a little bit and we could banter back and forth on what you like and why, what I like and why, and maybe our listeners will be able to get something out of it and add to the conversation as well.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: So if I, if I remember right from our conversation, you're a Havalon guy. And for, for the listener, the Havalon is a fairly affordable $30, uh, scalpel type knife typically comes with a bright orange handle that you can open up and you get a pack of 10 to 12 scalpels with it, large scalpel blades um, and you're able to replace them and yes. being a scalpel, they are medical grade scalpels. So they are, they are They're so sharp, sharp <laughs> man. I tell you what, if you cut yourself with them, honestly, you're not going to know you're even cut until you look down and see blood and realize it's not the animal's blood, but it's your blood. But Ryan, you like those things. Is that right?
1: Yeah, I, I actually like the Havalon and the Outdoor Edge. Uh, you, you I like them for Yeah, I like them for two different reasons. Uh, I think the Havalon does a better job of, you know, cutting the meat off of the elk when you're in the mountains. And I think the Outdoor Edge, it's, it's the same concept. It's got the, you know, the replaceable blades. I don't think mm-hmm. it's quite as sharp, but it's got a stiffer back to it, and it's thicker. And so okay. for like cutting up the, up the back to start, uh, you know, getting through the hide, cutting up through the hide up the back and kind of working your way down. I feel like the outdoor edge just does a way better job at, at that cause of the stiffness of it, you know, but, and, okay. Keep going. Sorry. Go ahead. And so, and so that's, so I like those two, but I do like the outdoor edge for, for that. And I like to have one for cutting the actual meat or even like going around the and I like the outdoor edge for going around like the ball joint or different things like that just cuz it's a little thicker uh mm-hmm. you know blade not quite a sharp but I like them both cuz they're light and they're sharp mm-hmm. and just like my chainsaws when I'm getting wood the last thing I want to do is sharpen anything you know I no, just R- want to
0: Ryan every get time in, I get see you Every time I see you, we always give each other a hug. I'm not sure I've ever actually given you a handshake or not. How would you classify the size of your hands? Do you have like small little baby hands or do you have normal man-sized hands?
1: Uh, Normal man-sized hands. Probably, yeah, yeah normal man-sized hands. For a 5'9 guy, large. Very okay. large.
0: <laughs> you know what they say about guys with big hands? They I need to buy large gloves at, at North got, 40. They got, they got,
1: <laughs> yeah, they got big feet.
0: Yeah, yes. So my my problem, amongst many, with the Havilon and replaceable blade knives, but my first problem, Ryan and I may have similar size hands. Uh, I have him beat a, in overall height stature by a solid 5-6 inches and probably 60 pounds. They feel like a baby, you know, Tonka type knife in my hand. They are so small. I can't really feel that grip in my hand. Okay. So that's, that's the first problem. I like to, when I'm holding the knife, I like to actually feel the, the, the knife handle in my hand. Okay. The second problem I've had with Havilon knives, I like the, the, the jibbing my thumb because I put my thumb on top of that knife to help add, as you said, that backbone, the stiffness to the outdoor edge that you mm-hmm. mentioned. I like to have a thumb right there that gives me a little more torsion traction that I can and force that I can put on the knife and the Havilons and the outdoor edge that I have do not have any uh, jibbing to hold my thumb in place. So it makes it more of a slip and slide, if you will. Um, yeah. Maybe not right off the bat, but Once you start cutting into that animal, get some fat, get some blood on it; it makes it fairly slippery. All of that I can I can get around because the sharpness of those knives is a fantastic thing. But what I found, and and you can probably attest to this, Ryan, that scalpel blade—it's paper thin, and it's paper thin for a reason. It's a medical scalpel blade; it needs to be really sharp AF, right? They dull fairly quickly. So when I'm when I'm taking the hide off of an animal let's say just a a mature doe, right? Not even a a big, big animal, but a mature doe. I'm a couple blades, at least a couple blades to get that hide off. And then it does wonders cutting through meat. I mean, it's putting a a steak knife through warm butter. Like that's how well it cuts through meat. And I'll I'll give it its credit due there. But the problem then when you're cutting those ball joints and stuff, with the blade being so thin, every time it touches bone – it folds over on me and it's now it's trying to use a butter knife to cut through a steak and it's too dull for me. Have you had experiences hmm. like that or can you, what do you think on that?
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, I've always kind of found, and I actually do use the outdoor edge more than the Havalon, okay. uh, which isn't, which isn't common. Most people use the Havalon more, I think. But uh, I found that for a for a mule deer, I usually can get through as long as I change the blade brand new.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I
1: get through the deer with one blade, and I usually take two blades to get through an elk. Okay. Uh. Uh. But but I do think the outdoor edge is thicker than the half one. i so I think it holds up a little better.
0: I'm a huge advocate. You know, it, the sharper the knife the better it works. I sharpen my steak knives and my butcher knives at home every single day, not every use, but every single day they run on the uh, honing stick for sure. Um, So I, I replace those blades quite a, quite a bit. Now the problem I have, again, I think that the listener can tell Ryan's a bit of an advocate for the replaceable (laughs) blade and I'm, I'm about to drop that. And if they haven't got that, I'm not, um, (laughs) <laughs> replacing those blades, I know, and I, I, I'm i going to forecast what you say that, oh, they come with little re- plastic re- things that helps take that, you know, scalpel blade off. That thing, I mean, it's the very first thing that breaks. I mean, sometimes it breaks when I open the package. I mean, I'm not gentle with things. But it breaks so easy that I end up having to take the blade off with my fingers because I don't like to necessarily have to dig into my kill kit and get my Leatherman out just to change a scalpel blade. And so it becomes a, it becomes a challenge for me to replace that Havilon blade, put a new Havilon blade on. So maybe you're able to get it off. Great. But every time I go to put a new Havilon blade on, I cannot get it to seat correctly unless I put the tip of that blade, like against a rock or a bone or something, and tap the handle down. So it sets nicely in there. Because right. if you don't set that blade into you know the grooves, it's going to come off in the meat that you are cutting.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, well, um, and and that's that's another reason I'm an advocate for the Outdoor Edge over the Havlon mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is it's just a button. It's just a button. It slides out, and then you slide mm-hmm. the other one in. Well, and I've never had a I've never had a problem with Outdoor Edge. Have the you, Haviland, you I do Havlon I do know is tricky.
0: It, it it's tricky. It's so, super
1: tricky. It is here's hard, what, here's hard.
0: what I do. I've, I've run through probably every fixed blade knife on the market. That's within reason of affordability. There's obviously some that I'm not going to touch because I'm not going to spend $500 on a hunting knife. Um, and you know, I've landed on shank knives. Somebody
1: like you with money, all the okay. money you got buying a $500 knife's gotta be easy
0: all the money i got that give me you know i'm a teacher right like do you know what teachers make i mean i think i could earn more working at mcdonald's so Don't
1: but say so, that. No,
0: i've landed on shank knives and i absolutely love shank knives um i took one down to on our family vacation this year and where i snuck out to hunt axis deer a couple days i killed two axis deer on one day and It is the first knife that I've ever had where I have not had to sharpen the blade once on either of those deer. I did both those deer, took the quarters off, straps, everything, neck meat. So, you know, going up and down through the vertebrae and stuff. That knife, I got it home. I washed it. It will still shave hair off of my arm. It is so sharp. It it has a a man size handle. So it feels good in your hand. It has jibbing both right at the edge of the handle, as well as the tip of the handle in case you want to get super aggressive. And it just feels really good. So with that being said, there are other knives with jibbing and stuff like that too, that I've used a bunch of them. I just, I'm a big fan of this new knife I got, but I still carry a Havalon in my bag for emergency situations there 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 is a time and place to have a super sharp knife but have you ever like do you have you ever owned a a actual fixed blade knife i mean minus like a butter knife or something
1: yeah yeah butter knife's definitely my favorite So uh (laughs) uh, i have you know i've you know i'm like you i i can't spend a lot of money on knives i Mm
0: -hmm.
1: part of the problem is uh every nice knife i've ever bought i i lose it yeah yeah and that's a real it's a real thing it's a it's a real problem and that's another reason i do like the changeable blades is they're affordable but you know you're getting something sharp yep uh but i've done you know i've i've gone from old timers to leathermans to uh to you know i've even made my own knife using uh Lawnmower blades—they they tend to keep a pretty good sharp edge using a blade from a lawnmower. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa, whoa. You, <laughs> <laughs> who are you? Ice Cube?
0: I mean, are you gonna? Are you, are you making a shank in the prison there, Shawshank yeah. Redemption? I mean, you made a knife out of a lawnmower blade, legitimately? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Hey, I'm a man of many skills, okay? Man of many skills. What do you mean of a it, lawnmower it, blade? It, it, My lawnmower it, it, has a 21-inch blade. What are you going to do with that crocodile, Dundee? Hey, you have <laughs> to cut – you have to trace your blade that you want and cut it out, okay? <laughs> it doesn't have to be 22 inches.
0: <laughs> oh, you're killing me. <laughs> so, But,
1: but go ahead. they're known for keeping a pretty sharp edge. Uh, yeah. But part of the problem with them was, you know, I, I remember in, you know, Hunter's Ed, you know, my instructor talking about using an old timer because the, because the short edge, the short part on the knife, you can control with your fingers as you're gutting it and you're not gonna, uh, hit any of the guts, you know, and so old timers the best and, uh, my dad used, I mean, my entire life, my dad used a Leatherman and he'd on mm-hmm. them out three times to get through an elk. And, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it, I mean, it worked, but I, it wasn't the, the best. And then, you know, homemade knives or other knives I've bought, uh, mm-hmm. I've either lost <laughs> or, uh, they're, they're just a little heavier. And so that yeah. was another reason I'm, I'm definitely a, uh, pound Nazi when i'm hunting oh, are you oh, i am
0: oh we're gonna have to talk about that on another I, just the tip tuesday I,
1: i'm a pound nazi and my uh, father-in-law is he's he's a marathon runner and you know the people i hunt with are in shape and i gotta do everything i can to keep up and so i like the light knives they stay sharp mm-hmm. and and that's kind of why you know, I've kind of chose to go that way. It's not for everybody, but it seemed to work pretty good for me.
0: You know, I think, uh, I think the bottom line <laughs> is, cause we want to keep this, you know, 15 minutes or so.
1: Oh yeah. We're going over.
0: Oh, well, I think we, we BS for a little bit before we hit record yeah. here. So I think we have about two minutes left, but I think in regards to the novice hunter, getting into the hunting game, not realizing that, it's an expensive game to get into the initial buy-in is pretty steep. The Havilon is, is a great option. Um, I would, I mean, I used it every, everybody I know of has used a Havilon to start. And as you know, you find the nuances of a knife you like, the way you like to dress animals and things like that, your taste might evolve to a fixed handle knife, a fixed blade knife. Um, and then you get into that fixed blade knife world and you get different shapes of the blade, right? Some people like right. skinny blades, some like a, a rounded blade. Some people like to have even carry a gut hook, which is a whole nother conversation. Cause I don't like guts of animals anymore. Um, but, but oh. taste change, but you know, for me being an experienced hunter, Ryan being an experienced hunter, we obviously have two different tastes, but I still do carry that Havalon. Cause Ryan's correct, man. You lose you have one flix fixed blade knife and you lose it. I mean, there's no way to get that animal off the mountain if you don't have a knife. I mean, you're not gonna whittle a stick sharp enough to take apart that animal or find an arrowhead that's still sharp enough to take apart that animal. So knives are probably the most important. And the only advice yeah. I can give to our listener, I mean, the expert hunter already knows and the experienced hunter knows, but the novice hunter. Get out and try them. Go like when you go buy a gun, you put it to your shoulder, you go to a bow shop, you shoot eight different bows before you decide on the one that feels right. Yep. Go to whatever shop it is. We're not associated with any shops. Go to the shop with the most knives, the most different brands, and put them in your hand and put them in your hand and see what feels well, how you like that feel. Take it out and use it. And if you want a thicker blade, you want a different handle shape or whatever. The used knife market is, is pretty prolific. I mean, you can sell used hunting knives fairly rapidly on the interwebs.
1: <laughs> no, and that's that's great advice. And after you get your knife, or you, you buy a couple of them because you need a couple in your pack. I mean, you, you lose do. them, you, you lose do. them. I've yeah. lost them when I've been gutting an animal. You know, oh, I at have that too. moment, and so right. in well, the and that's why. Crops,
0: I mean, and I'm a huge advocate and this might be a a good place to, to end it. I'm a huge advocate that anytime you set that knife down and you know, on the app, I, on the cut right app, I say it, I think in every single module we have on there, you have to set the knife on the animal because the second you set your knife onto the dirt, you lost your knife because it's going to get covered in dirt an animal's going to roll over it. You're going to step on it and bury it. it somehow you're going to lose that knife. So I am a huge advocate. The moment you take that knife out of your hand, you set it on the, you know, the rib cage of that animal. So you always know where it is and you set it with intention. So you remember it. You know what I mean?
1: Oh yeah. So awesome. Well, it, well we're out of time, aren't we?
0: We we are out of time, man. Thanks so much for jumping on this, this quick one. We'll uh, I got a bunch more ideas. So, and Remember buddy, it's the tip that counts ultimately, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's all that matters. <laughs> all right man, I'll talk to you later. Thanks. Yeah, bye.